Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 336. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. It is 2023. This is the second episode of 2023. You know, just rolling right along. This one is the third in a series. So this is, um, I'm picking back up on reading this dragon book. So if you have not heard or read those first two, this might be confusing. So I might recommend going back and listening to the previous ones, which are called In Which I Read That Dragon Book, parts one and two, and then come to listen to this one. Um, I think it'll make more sense, although it, it may not matter, honestly. Um, this is my response to reading a book called When Women Were Dragons, and um, there will be spoilers, so if you're waiting to be surprised about what happens in this book, do not listen to this podcast. You could just skip ahead to the song if that's why you're here. Anyway, this one is called In Which I Read That Dragon Book, Part 3. November 8th. I'm back in the game with When Women Were Dragons. I had apparently read 78% before it was returned to the library, so we're back on the horse, or dragon, with 22% left to read. Having been away from this book for a while, I found it challenging to drop back in. My attention kept sliding around as I read about the account of the protagonist's prom where a bunch of girls turned dragon. The real drama seemed to be that a lot of girls were nice to her for a change, and that she found them very beautiful. And then they were naked, and then they were dragons? Primary image? Green glitter. But our protagonist doesn't turn dragon, presumably because of those knots her mother tied, so I guess the drama is not turning dragon while all the other girls transform? Then school gets canceled, and the librarians tutor dragons, and then there's an academic talk about how this is the next dragoning. I guess, given how beautiful the protagonist found one of the naked girls before she dragoned, this might all be an elaborate coming-out story? Which would actually be cool, but the dedication and introduction led me to believe this might have something to do with Christine Blasey Ford? We'll see, I guess. November 9th. I might retitle this book a series of not particularly exciting events with dragons. It's just like, okay, she graduated from high school, started college, and moved in with her aunties who happen to be dragons, but it doesn't really matter. They still cook and clean and brush the little girl's hair. Also, at her aunt's suggestion, the protagonist finally opens the box her mother left her to look for the secret bank accounts she left behind. And they're there! How fortunate! What a surprise! Too bad she didn't bother to open that box when she first received it. And speaking of boxes she hasn't opened, as far as I know, she still hasn't read the stuff her aunt left behind, but now she doesn't need to because her aunt is there and could tell her anything she wants to know. But apparently... The protagonist doesn't want to know anything and just pouts about all the help she's getting from dragons. Best part of the book? The kid who has little dragon outbursts where she suddenly grows talons and ruins her shoes before returning to regular feet. 
I suggest this author scrap this whole book and rewrite it from this dragon kid's perspective. She's the most interesting character of any of them. November 10th. Guess who's back? The protagonist, her name's Alex, I don't know why I can never remember that when I'm writing these, is reunited with her friend that her dad went into the homophobic panic about. And it seems like he had a good reason for the panic because these two are besotted with each other, but completely unable to acknowledge it yet. It takes a conversation with the dragon scientist to clarify that A, her aunt is a lesbian, and B, Alex is probably in love with her friend, too. Also, her aunt is in a dragon quadruple? Four dragon ladies who are all in love with each other? I mean, okay, cool. I guess this book is just an elaborate coming out story after all. And I guess that's cool, but I'm not sure I love what that seems to be implying. Like, since all the dragons are mostly just super helpful aunties and church ladies and knitters and whatnot, it seems to be suggesting that lesbians are all just nice ladies who want to cook and clean for you. And in my experience, lesbians have a lot more to offer than being nice wives to other ladies. There are no radicals in this book, just overly helpful ladies who want to brush your hair. And then there's the scene with the nice dragon scientist doctor guy who just wants to come over and observe all these ladies and see the baby dragon transform for the first time, a process we have been led to believe involves some nakedness, and he seems really genuinely interested for science, but also it's somehow creepy. This book is so weird, you guys. So weird. November 11th. This book keeps feeling like it's ending and then doesn't. They finally let the kid become the dragon she wants to be, and then everyone becomes dragon activists for her. I thought that might be the end, because this book has been headed there ever since this character could talk. But wait! There's more! The protagonist's girlfriend, and yes, now they are out as girlfriends, turns dragon, and tries to convince the protagonist, Alex, to join her. But she doesn't. I thought it might end there, but wait! There's more! I don't know what actually the end is yet, but it's clear there are more chapters after this. I'd had enough by the time we got to the girlfriend dragoning up, but I think we're almost there. Fingers crossed someone will actually read the hidden materials from the beginning, but I somehow think everyone has forgotten those, including the author. The final chapters are coming soon. There are a whole other posts because it turns out I have a lot to say about this whole experience. So if you just can't wait another week to hear about the end of this book, you can go ahead and read it on the blog, artiststruggle.wordpress.com. I know the suspense is, is intense, so, you know. You can go do that there, or, or you can read the book yourself and see how my response compares to yours. I will wager that mine will be angrier. So look forward to that. So yeah, so that book uh, I am done with, um, but I will read you the last of the blogs about it. I say it's the last one. Who knows? 
What else could happen? There could be a sequel to this book, and then I'll have to read more. I don't know if I, I will. Anyway, I think it's the last one. Um, so the song today is uh, The Book of Love by The Magnetic Fields. You know, I having now done quite a few of these about books, I'm I'm hitting the relevance wall. Although this one, I think it, it is actually relevant in that it's a song about love. And this is where we find out that the book is a love story. Here at the end, we discover, oh, it's a love story. You know, not not like it's uh it's it's edgy right because we don't know it's a love story from the beginning like most love stories are <laughs> anyway since it becomes a love story in this portion of the book i thought maybe i'll do the book of love now um so i shall play that for you in just a moment meanwhile thank you so much for listening if you like the podcast please tell someone about it like it share it review it subscribe all of the things if you'd like to support it with your money that would be amazing patreon.com slash emily r davis is the sort of subscription model and then there's the kind of tipping model of on on ko-fi and on paypal all those links are in the show notes check them out so Here upon the ukulele, I shall play The Magnetic Fields, The Book of Love. It is on their 69 Love Songs album that does, in fact, feature, I believe, 69 Love Songs. Peter Gabriel has done a cover of this song. I think this is one of the more popular of the 69 Love Songs. Um, Yeah, I'm on ukulele, and uh, there are are a few Emilies that show up on this one, so... uh, Enjoy the book of love. The book of love is long and boring. No one can lift the damn thing. It's full of charts and facts and figures and instructions for dancing. But Things were all 
Instructions.